Till Death Do Us Recap. I'm Brittany. I'm Tim. And we are back after a hiatus. Um, <laughs> really, I... Hiatus. Yeah, yeah. There's there's no good excuse. And um, bottom line, I was just feeling under the weather the last week. And we needed a breather from doing a double pod. But we are here. We are back. We are addressing Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, um, episode three. Oh my gosh. This one was called Sutton's Gotta Give. Sutton's it could have been give. called Sutton's Gone Cray Cray or <laughs> Sutton has lost her damn mind or anything along those lines. Yeah. Because she stole the show De La Drama this yeah. week. Yeah. Goodness Glacier. So how did we, how did we get here? Okay. Yeah, let's talk about how we got here, especially because we didn't get into last week. Um, So ultimately, this all began because Garcelle and Kyle met up in last week's episode to basically try and sort out their differences after last season Mm -hmm. when Kyle put Garcelle on blast at the reunion, announcing that that donation that you said you were going to make to my charity, you didn't end up making it. And that was obviously very humiliating to Garcelle. In her mind, she was like, this is an administrative issue. This should be dealt with between assistants. Like, I would never do that on purpose. And ultimately, it, like, cut her more sensitively because of her experience as a Black woman. And so that needed to be brought up. Garcelle, when she met up with Kyle last week, she explained that to her. But that's like her big issue with her. And she felt like there's such a so much stereotypes about black people not paying tips or BS like that, that like it's extra sensitive to her to have someone accuse her of not following through with her a payment, you know, and like. Kyle was obviously horrified and was like, of course, that was not my intention. Um, But I thought she received it really well because at the end of the day, she acknowledged like, regardless if that was my intention or not, I would never have known because I am white that that was what that meant to you. And now that I know I can do better. Yeah. I just felt like, you know, so tense going into that lunch last week. Yeah. But felt like at the end, I was just like, wow, these two people dealt with this, like just mature, emotionally sensitive adults. Like I was happy for them. Yeah, I would agree with that. I mean, Kyle's not like. She's not like becoming an expert on what's happening no, no, <laughs> by but, any means. <laughs> but she's like a feeling person and she cares about other people's experiences and how they happen. And she she didn't center herself in that. Exactly. She which didn't is make the big it, difference. She didn't between, make it all about herself. Yes. Yeah. At the end of the day, she's like, wow, would have never gone there in my head. But I am not a black woman and you're a real human in front of me telling me that that made you feel this way. And so that's all that matters. Yeah. Um, so that was that. And then now we're in Lake Tahoe and most of the girls go to sleep and it's Crystal, Kyle and Sutton that are staying up still at the bar. And Kyle decides to share with them 
like how the lunch with Garcelle went and yeah. what it meant and what she learned from Garcelle from it. Which, of course, I was a little nervous at first. Like, oh, my God, Kyle, why are you bringing this up? Like, it, what are you doing? Yeah. But she never, I don't think, she didn't go into, like, mean girl gossipy territory of, like, she thought Garcelle was crazy. Yeah, she ended no, up no, just no. being like, this is what she explained to me, and yeah. it made sense to me. Yeah. Sutton, which Ugh. is interesting because she comes into this season kind of presenting as Garcelle's number one ally. Yeah. And then she basically freaks out that race is even brought up at all. She's like so uncomfortable. She's like, I just have to stop this. This is ridiculous. You know, basically like, Kyle, you shouldn't have to feel bad at all because you didn't mean it that way, which is obviously a tale as old as time. <laughs> um but, like, I think that this whole episode that we now have to watch unfold is the perfect example of how, like, intentions aren't everything. How your actions and words impact other people is ultimately what you must be held accountable for. Yeah. And you can either resist that or you can try and find some understanding with the other person and, like, doesn't matter that that's not how you feel. It's how they feel. You know what I mean? Definitely. Anyway. Yeah. So Sutton is like exhibit A of centering herself with this whole conversation. And she basically plays into every single fragile white woman stereotype that exists. Oh, my. In Ugh. a span of this conversation. 24 hours. Also within the whole course of the episode. Everything. <laughs> So basically, Crystal kind of stops her and tries to get her to do some understanding and is like, hey, well, as an Asian woman, actually, I understand. And Sutton just shutting her down. Yeah. And that's when, like, Crystal's completely triggered, obviously, and is like, oh, so, like, you're more afraid of the thought of being, like, called racist or having to speak about race than the pain that I might feel from actual racism. Yeah. And so that's when we get her basically going, let me guess, you're the I don't see color girl. Which, obviously, she had attitude at that point. And, like, that was never going to be how Sutton, like, took in this message, in my opinion. Yeah. But... It's like, Crystal has a right to be frustrated at this point, And yeah. it's not her job to, like coddle exactly. Sutton through this whole thing. Exactly. She's like, I'm an I'm an actual minority who's had actual experience as a minority. And if you're just gonna shit on me trying to share with you what's tr what's been my reality from the bat, because it makes you a little uncomfortable, like, oh my gosh. I thought so I thought there was no way that in light of Everything that happened last summer right. and the racial reckoning in this country, um, that there was no way that Sutton was going to answer that question with, you're right. I really don't see color. I don't see race. Yeah. I was like, oh, my yeah. gosh, that tells me everything I need to know about your like how much you chose to even pay attention. Exactly. Last summer. Exactly. Is um, yeah. Shocking. And like, here's the thing. It needs to be said. Like, we are talking about Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. And 
the main, like, freaking just the main conflict at the center of the last episode and a half is race. So we have to address it. It's just what it is. Um, but it was it. I just think it's so telling because as that conversation completely devolved, obviously Sutton was just like, she's really insecure. She doesn't know anything about this topic. All she knows is that when it comes up, she feels very frightened with her lack of knowledge that she's going to like be called a racist. Well, her, which is so interesting to me. Like you're more afraid of being called a racist than maybe just like going and buying a book or watching a talk about someone else's experience where you could maybe learn more and like be more sensitive or even keeping keeping your mouth shut right while someone is trying to talk to you about this about something that you cannot possibly know about in the way that they do exactly yeah like at the very least yeah that's for me the bare minimum on a human level your trap which is where i think that kyle really like just did so much better yeah (laughs) so Sutton starts spiraling and she literally says the word racist is worse than COVID it's a virus a virus worse than COVID I thought that that was like the stupidest most just insensitive fucked up thing you could say on so many levels like uh, and not even racism is a worse virus than COVID. It's the word racist itself. Yeah, it's like from like <laughs> being called a racist is the worst possible thing in it's the world. It's the virus. It it's is the, the true virus. It is the true virus. And the caucasity for you to say this <laughs> during COVID. Yeah. In light, while people are literally dying. While people are dying. With a... Talking about racism with a Asian woman there in yeah. light of the racism towards the Asian community. Right. <laughs> surrounding yeah. COVID. I mean, it's it. just like out of you control. You don't have to be like, yeah, it's not about being like liberal, woke, whatever. It's just about being freaking sensitive to the other people. Exactly. So... Anyways, I just like she completely lost me. Like, here's the thing. I I have empathy for anyone like who is stumbling through this topic and like trying to learn more and like anyone who's willing, like coming with humility who, yeah, might say stupid shit or not get it all or, you know, like it's a it's when you haven't ever been thinking in terms in those ways before because you haven't had to. It's like, it's messy. Yeah. And so that's, I, I empathize. Like, I understand that. Um, and I'm, I think a lot of people are willing to give a lot more than people like Sutton, like, say and think they are. Yeah. Because she never gives them a chance to because she just jumps on everyone before they even get to share their experience. And then she just proves their point. Yeah. About. Exactly. What, sh- what stereotype she's filling. So it's just like a mess and she's crying and it's like basically going on and on about how like she's she centers herself in this situation. She does. She's really like horrified by Crystal's tone. So again, we have a lot of like Sutton is like focusing on the wrong things. She's focusing on herself, 
how she feels, not her friend, who's actually a person of color, what they're saying their experience is. Um, And then it's like the tone you're used with me. That wasn't your, that wasn't very nice. Like, it's just like, oh my gosh, grow up Sutton. Like, are you a fragile piece of paper? Yes. Like, I mean, clearly you are, (laughs) (laughs) but like I, yeah. So that happens. And then we just, and she's like harping on the colorblindness, which like colorblindness was like the push like 20 years ago. Now we know a lot more. We can do better. Colorblindness is a way for white people to like stay comfortable and never talk about any of these things and act like racism a thing. But yeah, but people of color have said, no, we don't want you to be blind to us. Um, but I thought that Kyle did a good job of being like, look, I think what she means by colorblindness is she sees everyone as equal. She was trying to be like a mediator and a translator. Yeah. Which I think she was right with that. And I think that Crystal knows that. But it's like, again, that's nice that those are your intentions. And I'm here as someone that knows more to tell you that that's not all that matters. And that was Sutton's opportunity to receive new information from someone who knew more about this than her. And she chose to just throw it back at her and make it about herself. Yeah. So. The next morning, they (sighs) have a little sit down. Mm-hmm. Sutton and Crystal and kind of yeah. go over it and Sutton explains kind of where she's coming from. It seemed like, I mean, it's not, it seemed like Crystal was kind of like, okay, whatever I need to say to like appease yeah. you here, let's move on. Yeah, like I've like, accepted you're not going to fully get this and I just don't want you on my back. Yeah, but it continues, it continues at dinner. Yeah. Because now Sutton's in her head. She's so insecure. She's, again, she's made this all about her. And she's turned into this complete, like, paranoid mess. She tries to start a solidarity conversation at the dinner with Erica. Oh, my god. Erica, wouldn't you say that we have to, like, prove we're not racist and that's, like, a really hard way to live? And Erica's like, no. (laughs) I'm just, like... Please stop, Sutton. Like, you're digging the grave deeper. After last, after the night before, do you really think the way that you should enter back into this conversation is talking about how... I'm marginalized, too. I'm marginalized because people think with my accent that I'm automatically a racist. I'm sorry. That is not the freaking same thing. No. Oh, my gosh. It's not the equivalent of the color of your skin and all of the implications that has here. It's so it's offensive to equate that. It's just ridiculous. So she keeps trying. I, I mean, I do feel like Erica like shut her down. Yeah. But then because Sutton can't, nobody would really like take her bait that time around. Dorit kind of put her feet in her mouth. Yeah. Dorit was a Dorit. <laughs> Dorit was just a Dorit. She's like, she was I'm a, a child of the world. <laughs> and so I didn't even know about racism in the South. I'm like, oh, my, <laughs> oh my God, God, Dorit. Like, just shut up. I've been to so many countries. I could it would be easier for me to list the countries I haven't been to. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Dorit. Freaking Dorit. So but then we like nobody's really like giving that any more steam. And then we have like the amazing Martini prank. Oh, Kathy Martini Gate. Martini Gate, which Sutton successfully fucking I, 
slaughters. I have she never... ruins the what could have been the most cutest, funniest, hilarious like prank on prank situation that I think I've ever seen in a Housewives franchise. And she ruins it because she's still fucking like in her own head thinking everything's about her and everyone's against her. I'm like, who is the victim or the snowflake here in this cast? It is you. Yeah. I have never seen someone like completely butcher <laughs> a prank. A joyous occasion. Like it, it made me uncomfortable when they were all back sitting at the couch and they had to like explain how the prank evolved and oh. started. It was like, well, I talked. And they and should have all just then, been uh, cackling with joy and sparkles over what they just like pulled off on each other and yeah. how great that was and the surprise to Kathy that she didn't even know that now they were joking her. But no, we're all frantically explaining how this joke happened logistically while Sutton is in the middle having like a freaking nervous breakdown because she felt left out because she could tell that people were texting and in on a joke without her and it just wasn't nice. I'm like, oh my God. It was like the definition of It was buzzkill. so embarrassing. It was the yeah, definition of Yeah, it was an buzzkill. actual Everyone buzzkill. was just sitting on the couch and they're like, I okay, I think we're bed. going to bed. And I was like, I want to go to bed. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, I think we've all seen what needs to be seen at this point to know that, like, Sutton's going to be the thorn in our damn side this season. Oh, yeah, for sure. It's worse than I thought, though. Like, yeah, I was ready to, like, I thought we were going to get some more, like, entertaining um, ignorance from her. But this is just, like, this is, like, toil. Toil. This is toil. <laughs> But it is kind of interesting because, I mean, okay, a few interesting things. I think that she would have never pulled at least half that bullshit that she pulled with Crystal the night before and how she let that get so out of control and blown up. She would have never pulled that if Garcelle had been present. Yeah. Which I just find really interesting. And so it is interesting at this point. I don't think Garcelle fully knows the extent of what went down yet. And she is actually being like a very generous friend and assuming the best about Sutton, which I am like, hmm, I'm interested to see what you think after you watch these episodes, Garza. Exactly. And I think that comes from like, there is putting this whole conversation about race aside mm -hmm. for a second. There is some, I feel like Sutton and Crystal already kind of had a little bit of like a butting heads thing before. I don't know. Maybe that was Did just, they? I don't know. It just seemed like they were all, like, Garcelle felt like Crystal was kind of taking it a little far later that night and felt like she needed to stick up for Sutton, not with the race stuff, but with the practical joke. Right. You know, and so. Because at that point, Crystal's just done. She's well, like, you're psycho you ruined the joke you're embarrassing yourself so i mean yeah she was yeah and everyone she was saying what everyone was thinking but i'm it obviously wasn't like helping sutton's feelings be better no it was making it much worse but it's like sutton get a grip on yourself when everyone is looking at you in the group and you're like reeling and yeah. like lo yeah. losing it you need to just like 
stop. Just, yeah, yeah like you know, just, just step outside, remove yourself from the situation. I mean, Kyle kind of kept dragging her around, but yeah, it, it, the whole group was like, you're crazy. You need to chill out. You're yeah. being way too sensitive right now. Yeah. Oh, Lord. So I think we've got a lot in store here. I want to talk about some things that are funny that were just great. Like like Kathy so, Hilton as a person. Kathy Hilton as a human is everything that we need to cut through any other drama this season. She has been my <laughs> my lifeblood. She is the comic relief. Who knew? Over the first three episodes. I mean, Ugh. you can't make some of this stuff up. Honestly, she's so... I. It's like, is she so much more geriatric than she looks? Because she's acting like, I mean, like, we're all a little concerned. Like, she put eardrops in her eyes <laughs> because she can't see. She's drinking Red Bull at 1.30 in the morning because she thought it was a seltzer. <laughs> she's like, I thought this was some sort of soft drink. Oh, my God. I mean, and then the prank, starting off the prank, with oh the my water, god just so the, brilliant the water to look like a martini was that hilarious was so it funny. was so i mean she is just a regal queen i don't know like i don't know that your answer to the question of the geriatrics because she has so much <laughs> yeah work done Her that it's like, like there could be a hundred year old skeleton plastic. under there yeah. we have no idea <laughs> but she's the gift that keeps on giving yeah absolutely i was just like the the eardrops in the eyes like no <laughs> and like the way she sleeps I'm just I love everything about her um speaking of which I was a little concerned when Garcelle felt the need to say that thing about Paris, Paris. oh I was a little I was worried like, Garcelle what are you doing she's like yeah you stay like I not just really like couldn't her stand her <laughs> she was just always looking at her phone it's like Garcelle you don't say anything like that about someone's kids no matter what but enlightening little moment there yeah who would have thunk who would have thunk about paris um sutton's two thousand dollar furry slippers that was going to be my out of touch moment of the week just period two thousand dollar furry slippers i i'm at a loss at an actual loss <laughs> it says everything we need to know about sutton um, <laughs> I loved imagining Erica eating fast food every single day for the first few months of the pandemic. Yeah. I felt feel, feel so better about myself. seen and like very much like a, they're just like us moment. And then that moment, <laughs> that moment was dropped when she said that Tom brought home Morton's steakhouse every day for three months. Right. Right. Then I remembered that <laughs> word. They're not just like us. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> the fear in Sutton's eyes over everyone doing the bottoms up with the martinis. There was some great facials during this whole thing. Everyone was just looking. Sutton's just like constantly in fear. Like yeah. her eyes are always. She spent like, a whole Ooh. episode in fear, even with the 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 track, the bike, yes! the bicycling track, which I definitely want to do that. That looks like that so is. much fun. Yeah. I died when they got on. And so it was Garcelle, Kyle, and Sutton in the slow, yeah. you know, I don't even know what to call it. Tractor. tractor, train thing. Cart. And Kyle gets in and goes, do we have to steer? And I'm <laughs> like, it's on tracks. And do you see a steering wheel anywhere? Right. You pedal. 
<laughs> oh my gosh, do I have to steer? <laughs> well, that's why I didn't understand why anyone was afraid. I'm like, this is on a track. I know. You have oh no, this gosh. isn't scary. Like nothing bad could happen to you, I don't think. Oh my gosh, Rinna's uh, interview look though, in the hot pink, on oh, hot yeah. pink, on hot pink. With the uh, slick, kind of slick Everything. Yeah. That's my Old favorite look of this episode for sure. Um, we had no glam team today, which no. I was shocked by. I liked Dorit's um, outfit was my favorite of the... Her relaxed... Her relaxed... Athleisure. Lu Louis Vuitton athleisure. The puffy <laughs> pants. You those, would. Those were dope. You would. Um, yeah. I mean, what a great... I mean, great is an interesting word choice. It's a riveting first little trip right at the beginning of the yeah, year there's yeah. no time to settle in and do our lunches and yeah and happy hours we're going straight into a 17 bedroom estate estate <laughs> in tahoe yeah and I i'm love not it. mad about it yeah. i'm not mad about it yeah and i will say i was disappointed to see in the preview that we are going to retread the denise richards drama again i really do like, I'm like, Garcelle, you've said your piece that, like, it's going to take some time to build trust with Rena again, and you don't know how soon that's going to happen or if it's going to happen. I respect that. That's an adult boundary. And it's like, just let it lie and be cordial and, like, keep dealing with the fact that you two are the only ones who show up to things on time. So then you awkwardly have to be stuck together, which I love. Yeah. Um. Do we have to keep going back into it? Like, well, we'll I'm see just how, like, Jesus. Yeah. We'll see how this conversation plays out next week. The one thing that kind of, I mean, the thing that kind of bothers me about the situation is that Denise, first of all, is no longer with us Yeah. on this show. And second of all, every time, I mean, I don't need to hide that I'm a Renistan. Yeah. She's one of my faves. Yeah. But every single time this conversation comes up and Rena is apologizing for it, Garcelle always has to throw in a backhanded. Yeah, like a rub in her face. In a it. rub in her face. Like, she's like, you don't know. don't disagree. Yeah. She's like, I, I know, like, I should not have done that. Well, we can agree on that. No, it's you like shouldn't have. She it, feels you know, like, like, it's, like it's like her way of being like, you're not off the hook yet. But it's like, Garcelle, we get it. Like, you don't have to send a reminder every time you just don't have to be your best friend yeah so we'll see how it plays Her... out we're obviously recapping a situation that we haven't actually we haven't actually we're seen preempting a recap <laughs> yeah recapping a soundbite that's what that's what you come here for yeah though. like good honest journalism <laughs> <laughs> okay well i think that those that's all we got for this week yeah um we will be back next week Thursday promptly with your episode four recap. We are into the season. It's fun. It's juicy. It's traumatic. Oh my God. And the Girardi Erica Jane drama oh, explodes yes. next week. Okay. That's what really matters. Exactly. The Erica Jane stuff comes out on top of that. Oh yeah. We got yesterday it was announced that there will be a documentary coming out in a couple weeks about Erica and a Tom. It's a insane. documentary. Oh my gosh. We are excited Thrilled. to see it. Thrilled. Um, that is when that comes out, 
I don't know if that's going to be its own pod. Oh my god, yeah. We might have to do a a bonus episode just on the dock. Yes. And it is called The Housewife and the Hustler. (laughs) So, I mean, this promises to be juicy and... ABC7, recorded on your DVR. Yes. Two weeks in advance. (laughs) Two weeks in advance. Okay. Signing off. Tomorrow is Timothy's birthday. Wish him a happy birthday. (laughs) Couldn't forget that. (laughs) Okay. Love you guys. Bye. Talk to you soon.